Hare Krishna. Welcome everybody to Sunday's love feast. His grace. Premacharu Prabhu Ki. Very nice chanting. Thanks for chanting, Prabhu. So, we had a really nice festival today. Today is Srila Prabhupada's Disappearance Disappearance Festival. So, that's why it's a little less crowded now. <laughs> Usually Sunday evening it's more packed. There's more devotees. But because we had the program earlier today, it's less crowded now. A lot of devotees drive in, you know, from Plano and, and other places. But we're very happy you're here. Thanks for being here now. There's Ron. Hello, Ron. Hare Krishna. Ron's been coming to the temple, what, probably almost 30 years? Yeah. Nice to see you. Everybody's been coming, and we're so happy you're here. So we'll chant a little bit. Jai Radha Madhava prayers. We'll read from Bhagavad Gita. And we'll uh, have a talk today about Sri the Prabhupada. I hope we'll have a discussion. If anyone wants to, wants to, uh, I'll ask some questions. So, and we'll have a nice discussion. But this is a glorious day. Uh, Prabhupada left his body this day 44 years ago. So you might say, well, why is that a glorious day, right? If somebody leaves their body, isn't that sad? Yeah, yeah, definitely. We miss you, Prabhupada. We wish he was, you know, he hadn't left when he did. But for a pure devotee of Krishna, the uh, their presence or their disappearance, it doesn't matter because they're still in a position to help us, even from the spiritual world. Prabhupada is still helping us now. He's still running this movement himself now. And he's still here in his books so you can associate with Prabhupada and his purports. So we're going to read about that and discuss that. So let's chant a little bit. Jaya Radha Madhava Kunja Bihari Jaya Radha Madhava Kunja Bihari Jaya Gopi Janavalava Sivivada Dari Jaya Gopi Janavalava Sivivada Dari Yashoda Nandana Braja Jananjana Yashoda Nandana Braja Jananjana Jamuna Tira Avanachari Jamunati Ravanachari Jamunati 
जय कुंज Reading from the Srimad Bhagavatam. As it is, by His Divine Grace, Srila A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami, Srila Prabhupada Ki, Srila Prabhupada Ki. While I find the right verse 
Who can say what the goal of life is? What's the goal of life? Raise your hands if you want or just shout out. Don't all shout out at once, okay? (laughs) What's the goal of life? Who's ready? Expansion, self-expression. What else? Self-realization. Yeah. Ron, what's the goal of life? What about Krishna? Getting used to Krishna. Jai. It's not about retirement, right? I know you're retired, right? (laughs) Is that the goal of life? Get to retirement? (laughs) It's a pretty good goal, right? Well, that's kind of a material goal, right? So what there's, so we gotta define the question a little better. What's the, there's, there's, Material goals and there's spiritual goals, right? So, um, just knowing that is one of the goals, right? <laughs> just to know that it's not just material goals in life, but there's spiritual goals too. So, Ron referred to a, a pretty good goal, Krishna. What else about that goal? What else about Krishna is there we want to do? What's the goal of life? We mentioned Krishna. It's to understand Krishna, right? To understand God. And uh, that's not easy, right? Does everybody believe Krishna is the supreme personality of Godhead? Yes, a few of us. Well, that's the first thing. Okay, who is God, right? And uh, there's a lot of sources for that. Who is God? But we are very fortunate because we're sitting in the temple room that was founded by His divine grace, Srila A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Srila Prabhupada. And Srila Prabhupada tells us who Krishna is through his explanation of the Bhagavad Gita, right? Bhagavad Gita as it is. There were many Bhagavad Gitas, Right? before Srila Prabhupada came from India in 1965. And in the late 60s, he published uh, his Bhagavad Gita. Macmillan published his, his first Bhagavad Gita. And this Bhagavad Gita gives us the ability to understand who is God, right? You have to have an instruction manual, right? If you're going to repair a car... Or you're going to do something, you're going to build a, say you bought a table and chairs and you got to assemble it now, right? Because everybody buys everything on Amazon, right? And it comes in a box in about 500 pieces, right? (laughs) And you have to have an instruction manual. Well, this is the instruction manual on life. This explains everything. Bhagavad Gita, as it is. Prabhupada added that as it is because there were so many Gitas Bhagavad Gita's before Srila Prabhupada's, but nobody understood who was Krishna from those Bhagavad Gita's because the author, the authors of those Bhagavad Gita's didn't really understand Krishna. I can't say every single one, right? But pretty much, you know, 
This is on the authority of Umapati, Umapati Maharaj. He was one of the first disciples of Srila Prabhupada in New York, right, in the 1960s. And he said, we all read Bhagavad Gita. All of the, all of the people that joined and became disciples of Prabhupada. He said, we all read Gita. We didn't read Prabhupada's Gita because it wasn't out yet. But none of us understood the Gita. And he said, once we got through the Prabhupada's Bhagavad Gita as it is, we could understand who Krishna was. And this is a very important principle. In spiritual life, you need a guru. You need a spiritual master who can explain these things to you. And Srila Prabhupada's duty as a guru was to translate Bhagavad Gita. And he did it in such a way that we can understand it in this age, right now, for the kind of people we are, and the kind of world that we live in, right? Prabhupada knew that. So he knew just how to translate Gita in a way that we could understand it. So let's read. This is going to be from the 18th chapter. And everybody knows that Bhagavad Gita, right, is the song of Krishna, right? Krishna wrote Gita. And he did it to dispel the illusion, the difficulty that Arjuna was going through. And so in doing this, Krishna spoke, he spoke Bhagavad Gita for the benefit of Arjuna, right? But that discussion was written down and now it's here for the benefit of us. Because we're having the same problems that Arjuna was having, right? We're struggling in this material world. We don't know what we're supposed to do. So this is the end. This is the end of the Bhagavad Gita, and this is the conclusion of the Gita. And I'm going to give that because I really want to talk about Srila Prabhupada, but I want to hear from Prabhupada too. And so we're going to read Bhagavad Gita. Man mana bhava mad bhakto. Has anyone heard this before? Famous verse, right? Mother Sucharya, she's heard it. She, she probably has it memorized. Thanks for being here, Mother Sucharya. We're very fortunate. We have a disciple of Srila Prabhupada in the temple room right now. Mother Sucharya is a daughter of Srila Prabhupada. She's been in the movement many years, done great service. Incredible, Mataji. Thank you for your service to Prabhupada. Manmana bhava madbhakto madyajni mam namaskuru mam evasyasi satyam te prati jane priyo may. Translation. Always think of me. Become my devotee. Worship me and offer your homage unto me. Thus you will come to me without fail. I promise you this because you are my very dear friend. Please repeat. Please repeat. Always think of me. Everybody say it together. Come on louder. Always think of me. <coughs> Become my devotee. Worship me. And offer your homage unto me. Thus you will come to me. 
without fail, I promise you this, because you are my very dear friend. Purport. The most confidential part of knowledge. Excuse me. Purport by His Divine Grace, the A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Shri, the Prabhupada Ki Jai. The most confidential part of knowledge is that one should become a pure devotee of Krishna and always think of Him and act for Him. One should not become an official meditator. Life should be so molded that one will always have the chance to think of Krishna. One should always act in such a way that all his daily activities are in connection with Krishna. He should arrange his life in such a way that throughout the 24 hours, he cannot but think of Krishna. And the Lord's promise is that anyone who is in such pure Krishna consciousness will certainly return to the abode of Krishna, where he will be engaged in the association of Krishna face to face. This most confidential part of knowledge is spoken to Arjuna because he is the dear friend of Krishna. Everyone who follows the path of Arjuna can become a dear friend to Krishna and obtain the same perfection as Arjuna. And forgive me, let me interrupt and mention this is the 18th chapter. This is the 60, 65th text. It's text number 65, chapter 18, text number 65. Last, the last paragraph of the purport. These words stress that one should concentrate his mind upon Krishna, the very form with two hands carrying a flute, the bluish boy with a beautiful face and peacock feathers in his hair. There are descriptions of Krishna found in the Brahma Samhita and other literatures. One should fix his mind on this original form of Godhead, Krishna. One should not even divert his attention to other forms of the Lord. The Lord has multi-forms as Vishnu, Narayan, Ram, Varaha, etc. But a devotee should concentrate his mind on the form that was present before Arjuna. Concentration of the mind on the form of Krishna constitutes the most confidential part of knowledge. And this is disclosed to Arjuna because Arjuna is the most dear friend of Krishna's. Omagane Chinamandasya Jananjaran Salakaya Chakshu and Militam Jaina Tasma Shri Gurvain Maha Shri Chaitanya Manobishtam Shapitam Jaina Bhutale Swayam Rupa Kadamayam Didanti Svabadantikam. I was born in the darkest ignorance, and my spiritual master is opening my eyes with the torchlight of knowledge. I offer my humble obeisances unto the dust of his lotus feet. Nama Om Vishnu Padaya. Krishna Prasaya Bhutale Srimati Tamal Krishna Goswaminiti Namani. Namo Om Vishnu Padaya, Krishna Prasthaya Bhutale, Srimati Bhakti Vedanta Swaminiti Namane, Namaste Saraswati Devi, Gauravani Picharane, Nirvisesha Sunyavari Pashtya Dede Shatarane.
so isn't this a wonderful verse? It's very famous. And it's the, uh, it's the conclusion of the Bhagavad Gita. Always think of me. Become my devotee. Worship me and offer your homage unto me. This is Krishna himself. This is God himself telling us what we should do. Isn't that amazing? Where else do you find such instruction, such knowledge? And is Krishna uh, say, well, maybe? Is, is Krishna's very emphatic, isn't he? He's saying always. He's being very strong. He's, he's stating it very clearly. And he's making it very emphatic. He's making it very strong. Krishna's not talking like, well, maybe. Maybe you should surrender to me. <laughs> no, he's like, if you follow in Arjuna's footsteps and you can become my friend, always think of me, become my devotee, worship me and offer your homage unto me. Thus, you will come to me without fail. Wow. Krishna gives you something for doing this. This is a guarantee from the Lord. If you always think of me, if you become my devotee, if you worship me, if you offer your homage unto me, you will come to me without fail. Krishna is making it so clear. He's so strong. You will come to me. And then he adds even more emphasis without fail. What does that mean? Without fail. That means it's, it's guaranteed, right? That means there's no chance that it won't happen. It's without failure. Because if I say something, right, I'm going to buy you an ice cream, right? Well, I might, I might not, you know. But if I say I'm going to buy you an ice cream without fail, well, still, you know, I'm bad, you know, I'm, I'm human. I might not, I don't have any money, you know, it doesn't happen. But if Krishna says it, you can rely on it. It's the supreme personality of Godhead saying this. And who, who reinforces that? The spiritual master. We get the purport by his divine grace. Sila A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Sri the Prabhupada. He gives us the purport. The purport is the explanation of the verse. So we can really understand it. Some verses are pretty clear, right? This one's pretty clear. But other times we need guru. We need teacher. We need the instructing spiritual master to tell us what does this really mean? How do we do it? How do we put it into effect? Thus you will come to me without fail. Oh, wow, listen to this. Without fail is pretty strong. Then Krishna backs it up again. Krishna says it even more strongly with, I promise. <laughs> I promise. Krishna, God. God is promising this. Promise. That I promise you this. Because you are my dear friend. Every single soul in this room in this temple, on this block, in this city, in the county, in the state, in the country, in the world, in the universe. Every single soul 
is dear to the Lord. Well, if he's dear, why did he put me in a body that's suffering? That's a big question, right? Why do bad things happen to good people, right? Well, it's clear, isn't it? We've all done bad things. We've all done things that we shouldn't have done. And the original thing that started this all off was we left Krishna's association and said, I want to come to the material world where I can enjoy myself. I don't want to serve you, God, anymore. I want to come to the material world. Krishna says, fine. I love you. Go. And, and, and with my blessings. But you get stuck, right? You're stuck in the material world where you're really not happy. You get to try and enjoy your senses, but does it ever really make you happy? It doesn't. Cause you, no matter how much you try to enjoy, you're not going to be happy. You can only eat so many meals. You can only live in so many houses. You can only drive so many cars. How much, how much can you drink? I love soda. Well, if you drink soda 24-7, you're going to get sick, right? Say, well, I want a beautiful spouse. You get your beautiful spouse and guess what? She's mean. She's nasty. She's difficult, right? Or she's perfect. Then you're so attached to her that you don't, you don't question who is God. Material suffering is here for a reason, right? Mostly it's here to teach us we got to get out of here, right? This is a place of suffering. No matter how good I have it, what is the ultimate end? What's going to be the ultimate end? Death, right? We are all going to die. Yes. How soon? (laughs) I'm a little older. I'm probably closer than most of y'all. But we don't know. It could be any minute. Yeah, we could be walking home. We could be driving home. Our heart could give out. Something could happen. Boom. You could be dead in a second. So since we don't know, the goal is to be Krishna conscious now. And the way to be Krishna conscious is to read Bhagavad Gita and to accept a teacher, authority, a guru, right? This is Srila Prabhupada's disappearance day. And we celebrate that day because even though it's the day that he passed away, Prabhupada was so special and so amazing. And he was such a pure devotee of the Lord that his teachings, his words are still with us in the Bhagavad Gita. So he's still here in this form. And we can still associate with Srila Prabhupada. What? How can that be? Prabhupada passed away, right? He died in 1977. He died. He's not with us anymore. So how can it be that he's still with us? Because he wrote books. And he explains scripture. And he is in the book when you read his explanations. You get Srila Prabhupada's explanations. It's even better, Prabhupada said, than being with Prabhupada himself. Wow. Then because he's guru, he gives us instructions. And if you follow the instructions of the spiritual master, you get the spiritual master's mercy. Srila Prabhupada 
is the founder Acharya, right? Does everybody know that he's the founder Acharya of the International Society for Krishna Consciousness? Now, when Prabhupada came to, to America from, the, from India in 1965, he wanted to give his movement. He was starting a worldwide movement, right, of Krishna consciousness. He wanted to give it a name, the correct name. And there were different things that he could, that he could call it. The League of Devotees. That was something he used years before in India. But he decided he wanted to call his movement, the movement that we're all a part of, the International Society. For Krishna consciousness, not for God consciousness, but for Krishna consciousness, because Krishna is God. Krishna stu Bhagavan Svayam. Krishna is the supreme personality of Godhead. Why did Sri the Prabhupada found this movement? Can anybody say? Think about it. Prabhupada came from India, right? He was on a mission. Why did he found? This movement. Yes, that's one of the reasons he wanted to help the souls by doing what? His teachings, showing the way. But what specifically about founding a founding of movement is special about helping the souls? It gives us the opportunity to be together. We're all here now, sitting together, right? If Prabhupada hadn't founded this movement, there would not be a society of devotees that are known as Hare Krishnas, right? So one of the principal reasons Prabhupada founded the society, the International Society of Krishna Consciousness, was it was an opportunity for like-minded people to get together, to be together in a society to understand who is Krishna. Since we're like-minded people, what, what is this like-mindedness that, that we have as devotees? What is it that we like? What, what, what is it about our minds that are similar? Krishna. We want Krishna, right? We want Krishna consciousness. What else about us is, is interesting that we came together, especially as, as regards the material world? Sorry? Yeah, we want association. But we also wanted to stop the suffering that we're feeling in a material world, right? Was, is anybody dissatisfied with the material world? Yeah, we came to the conclusion, what's happening in this material world is not so great. I've, I've experienced lots of enjoyments that the material world can give, but it's not making me happy inside. I'm dissatisfied. There's something that's not right. So we get together and we find out, wow, you think the same thing. You think this. We all think the same thing. We're all dissatisfied with the material world. We're trying to enjoy our senses, but it's making us miserable. So we go, we turn internal, right? And we also go external and we try to find books and try to find answers. Why is this like this? Why is the world like this? It's not making me happy. And we were so fortunate 
when we meet the devotees, when we get one of Srila Prabhupada's books, and then we learn, okay, there, there's Krishna, he's God, okay, I can get in with that. Um, but why do we want to be Krishna conscious? Does anybody want to say, why, why do we want to be Krishna conscious? To be happy, what else? Say again? Purify, Purify, right. We want to get purified. What else? Say again? Free from anxiety, right. We want to get out of this material world. We want, because our soul is eternally Krishna's servant. We want to cease material suffering, and we want to experience higher bliss, right? Spiritual bliss, because it's our nature to enjoy, right? We, you, you can't give up the desire to enjoy. All you can do is replace it with a higher enjoyment. And when you get a taste for the higher enjoyment, then your taste for lower material things goes away. So we're trying to develop a, a spiritual taste and part of that is coming to the temple and seeing Sri Sri Radha Kalachanji, right? Is there any more beautiful sight in the world? No. There's beautiful mountains, there's sunsets, there's idyllic scenes. But really, there's nothing more beautiful than this altar. Radha, Krishna, flowers, faces, beautiful beauty of the Lord beaming out at us. And so we begin to see... Wow, there's something that's tasty in this. There's something that I feel, right? I feel bliss. You come and get in a kirtan and you dance spontaneously, right? You're just standing there like, I'm not going to dance. Look, I, I, I don't like this, this dancing business. I see the devotees dancing, but I'm just going to, I'm just going to watch, right? And you try to stay in the back of the temple room. But then after a while, you can't help it. Spontaneously, you start to move closer and you dance with the devotees. So you're feeling some bliss, right? And the more you dive into it, the more bliss you feel. So this bliss is available now, right now. Spiritual bliss. It's not the complete bliss that we're going to feel when we see Krishna, right? And Prabhupada promises us, promises us that. Krishna just promised it in the Bhagavad Gita. You'll see me. You're my dear friend. You'll come back to me at the end of this lifetime. If you can become a pure devotee, you, you can, you'll get full bliss then, spiritual bliss. How do we become Krishna conscious? How do we do that? Okay, we're here. We know this. We accept it. How do we become Krishna conscious? Chanting. What else? Letting go. Association. Excellent. What else? Knowledge. We want to gain higher knowledge. Right. We become Krishna conscious by Shravanam, Kirtanam, Vishnu, Smarnam. Chanting. Remembering. Sorry about that. Always uh, thinking of Krishna. Remembering Krishna. 
And this is what Bhagavad Gita explains. Explains how to do that. We chant Japa, right? Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Chanting Japa purifies our consciousness. We do it alone with Japa beads. And we do it together in this temple room, right? In a little bit, we're all going to chant together, Hare Krishna. We do it out in the public for the benefit of the world. We read Srila Prabhupada's books. We do deity worship. And the most, one of the most important things is we help others to become Krishna conscious, right? If you have something wonderful, you want to share it, especially when it's unlimited, right? If you have something wonderful and there's only one, right? You have a diamond. Well, no, I'm keeping the diamond, right? You know, I need money, whatever. But if you have something that's unlimited, you want to share it. It's natural you want to share it. And the way that we, uh, we become Krishna consciousness, become Krishna conscious is by controlling our senses, right? We get a higher taste. You know, we chant, we read, and we feel, okay, I'm feeling it. I'm feeling God's in this. I'm feeling something here and I want to go forward with it. But we have to begin to regulate our life. We need to give up sinful activities. No gambling, no intoxication, no intercourse outside marriage. Gambling, intoxication, illicit sex. What's the other one? Say it. Meat eating. There we go. When you need something, sometimes it doesn't come. You know, you get an old mind. You just you can't. What's that last one? Meat eating, right? We don't eat meat. We don't gamble. We don't take intoxication. And no unrestricted sex life, right? If you adopt those principles, you'll become free. Free. They're regulated principles of freedom. And to do all these things and make them really gel, to really bring it together, you have to have a bona fide spiritual master, right? You have to have guru because he plugs you into Krishna. Sri the Prabhupada, you want to be, you want to have a guru that's in line with Sri the Prabhupada. There's disciples of Prabhupada that are initiating spiritual masters. There's even disciples of disciples that are initiating spiritual masters. Because if you're in a line with Srila Prabhupada, you're in line with, with Prabhupada's Guru Parampara, and that plugs you in directly with Krishna. And this connection allows us to advance in Krishna consciousness. It allows us to approach Krishna. And it's really the key to our success is to accept a bona fide spiritual master like Sri the Prabhupada. Okay, Prabhupada's not here. How do I accept a spiritual master? You accept a, a, a disciple who's initiating spiritual master and who is is following sincerely in Prabhupada's footsteps. And when you do that, you will get a bona fide spiritual master. And the spiritual master, he only accepts worship on behalf of Krishna, right? This looks like, this is worship, right? We're worshiping Prabhupada. Make no mistake about it. We offer him RT. We worship Prabhupada. Isn't that wrong? Aren't we only supposed to worship Krishna? No. Because we only worship Srila Prabhupada as the servant of the servant of the servant of Krishna. Never as Krishna. Prabhupada is very clear about that. He was very humble. No. Don't worship me as God. 
Worship me as the servant of God, as guru in a special way, and worship Krishna as God by chanting his names. And when you do that, you can understand who Krishna is by getting the mercy of the spiritual master. This is so important. Prabhupada came and gave us these instructions. And to get his mercy, we have to follow his instructions. It's not just made up. It's not just a game. It's not just something you can you can pay lip service to. It's not something that's superficial. It's not artificial. It's real and it's bona fide. But it has to be conducted honestly. You have to honestly and sincerely try to be Krishna conscious by following the instructions of the spiritual master. The spiritual master never accepts worship for himself. He might have a devotee bow down to him, a disciple, but he just thinks they're bowing down to Krishna in my heart. And when you're, when you're a pure devotee, you never consider, oh yes, he's doing this for me. I, I'm very worshipable. No. Srila Prabhupada never thought that way. He was so humble. Does anybody, anybody want to give some examples of how Srila Prabhupada was humble? Does anybody know some pastimes? How was Prabhupada humble? Ron, do you know? Well, you know, one thing, he always gave credit to his spiritual master, right? The guru that came before him, and the guru that came before him, and the guru that came before him. Wow, that sounds like a pretty helpful thing. If you can get plugged into that, wow, you get help from all of those personalities. And Prabhupada was so humble, he did so much. What he did is so unbelievable. But he always gave credit to his spiritual master and to Krishna. He never took credit for anything. Except, he said, the only thing that I did is that I never changed what my guru taught me. I never changed anything. And he was Jagat Guru. Srila Prabhupada was, was, was the spiritual master of the whole universe. Prabhupada means the spiritual master at whose feet other spiritual masters sit. That is the, 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 the status of his divine grace, Srila A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Srila Prabhupada. His purports. Prabhupada wrote the purports to the verses in Bhagavad Gita, Srimad Bhagavatam, Chaitanya Charitamrita. And Srila Prabhupada gave credit to the previous Acharyas because he wrote those purports based on the previous Acharyas, the previous teachers' writings to explain the verses. And Krishna dictated to him what to say. Amazing. Prabhupada was so humble. He, he followed the instructions of his spiritual master. One of the first instructions he got, does anybody know? It was one of the first things that Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Sarasvati Thakur said to Srila Prabhupada. Yes, go and preach in the West. Bhakti Siddhanta Sarasvati Thakur is the guru of Srila Prabhupada, right? And, and he told Prabhupada to do that the very first day that Prabhupada met him. That, that A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami, Srila Prabhupada, met his spiritual master. The first day he told him, you should go and preach in the Western countries. <laughs> Can you imagine? 
I, I, he, he was a, Srila Prabhupada was a follower of Gandhi then. And he, he, he thought, no, we, we need, India must be free. He was a nationalist. India must be free. Until we get free from, from British rule, what is the point of preaching in the West? And his spiritual master set him straight. He said, no, the goal, first goal is Krishna consciousness. Don't worry about the other things. Nature will take care of that. So the, the very first thing, and Prabhupada spent his life, spent his life to carry out that instruction, to come to the West. And it took many years. Srila Prabhupada never wasted money. He never wasted money. He knew how to spend money properly. He considered it to be Krishna's money. And he was expert in dealing with money and people, right? He didn't get cheated. He knew how to preach to each individual person what they needed to hear and how they needed to hear it. And he wants us to be preachers as well. Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is ordered, become guru and, ch- and save this land. All of us are meant to become expert in Krishna consciousness by following the instructions of Srila Prabhupada. And then we can give Krishna to others and, and we can set the kind of example that Srila Prabhupada set. This is what Prabhupada wants. This is what he asked us to do. So on this day of his disappearance, I wanted to re-emphasize these points. That this is, this is the goal of Krishna consciousness as given to us, as explained to us by Srila Prabhupada. When we consider what Srila Prabhupada did, it was impossible. He had nothing. He had nothing and no money. He, he managed to translate Srimad Bhagavatam, get some Bhagavatams printed up. He put them into some cases and he managed to get a passage from India to America on a boat. 1965. They had had air travel then, right? Prabhupada didn't get an airline ticket. (laughs) He had to go on a small freighter. A small freighter. You know what that's like on an ocean? The swells? Prabhupada was sick the whole time, seasick. He had heart attacks. Finally, he arrives in America. I mean, Prabhupada went through unbelievable difficulties for us, for each one of us sitting here. Prabhupada went through that to carry out the instruction of his spiritual master. It's so amazing what he did. So let's not miss this opportunity. Don't miss this chance. You, you, you're sitting in front of Srila Prabhupada. You have a chance to read his books, to understand what his instructions are. And, and it's not just this, the instructions, you know, okay, they're in the book, this is the instruction. Prabhupada will go in your heart and help you. He wants to help you personally as a grand disciple. You can have Srila Prabhupada as your grandfather guru. Now, you can't have Prabhupada as your initiating spiritual master. He's not here. He can't initiate you. But everyone, everyone can have Prabhupada as a shiksha guru or an instructing spiritual master, right? And everyone can get the benefit of Srila Prabhupada by following his instructions, become Krishna conscious, 
and accept the mercy that Prabhupada wants to give so that you can understand who is Krishna. Right? Can I demand that Krishna appear before me? Of course not. Can I demand the mayor of Dallas appear before me? Nope. Can I demand that a police officer, you know, uh, appear before me? No. If I have some problem and I call the police, I'm having a problem. Will you come? The police might come. They might say that's not a big enough problem. Okay, if you're having a real problem, policemen will come. But I can't, I can't, I can't order people to come. I can't even order my wife to come, right? Please, honey, we, I know I'm doing so, you know, right? My daughter, sweet, you know, right? We, we, no, she gets, sometimes they say no to you, right? Your friends, friend. So that's the way the material world is. We can't order people about. And so we have to understand that we've got to become humble. We've got to become accepting of an authority like Srila Prabhupada in order to understand who is God. And none of, none of y'all that came here tonight came for any other reason than this. You wanted to see Krishna. You wanted to uh, maybe get some nice prasadam to eat. You wanted to hear the holy names. Or maybe you just thought, well, this is a nice place. I want to come and check it out. But for whatever reason you came, you're lucky because you get Krishna. <laughs> right? So let's take it seriously and become Krishna conscious. And in this very lifetime, you can understand who is Krishna. So that's it for me. Are there any questions? Does anybody have questions or comments? Questions, comments? All right. Well, we can go to the next uh, step of the program is announcements. So y'all have had to listen to me for an hour already. So almost. So we've got some announcements to make. So let's do the announcements. Um, again, we want to welcome everybody. Thanks for being here. And today was Srila Prabhupada's Disappearance F Festival. We had a wonderful festival today. We want to thank Srila Prabhupada for all he did. Incredible. We want to thank the cooks. Does everybody like prasadam? Yeah. So let's thank the cooks mentally. Yeah. The cooks of the feast today were Rasa Raj and Rasa Kali Prabhu's key. And they had some helpers, and I don't have their names, but thank you to anyone who helped them. Cut-ups and cooks. The feast today has been sponsored by two persons. The first, Sarvajaya Madhava. Sarvajaya Madhava Prabhu Ki. Sarvajaya Madhava Prabhu is sponsoring the feast today for his father. His father has passed away. So please keep his father in your prayers. The second person who has sponsored the feast is Balaram Hari. Balaram Hari Prabhu Ki. He is sponsoring the feast for his father-in-law, his father-in-law who passed away. So please keep him in your prayers. Thursday this week, well, what, what, what time of year are we in right now? What's, what's this month called? Kartik. What do we do during Kartik? 
Yeah, we offer ghee lamps to Krishna. That's going to happen tonight at 8 o'clock. Does everybody know about, about that? 8 o'clock, we offer lamps to Radha Damodar, to the picture. There's also the Radha Damodar painting back here, right in the center in the back. That's also Krishna's pastime of being tied up. This is the most holy month of the year for Hare Krishnas. This is a very special month of Kartik. Kartik, every day, chant that prayer to Damodar, the Damodar Astakam. Offer a light to Damodar, and you will attract Srimati Radharani. And you will get the mercy of Srimati Radharani. Very, very, very powerful month. You can make rapid advancement in spiritual understanding by always doing it. So we're going to do that tonight. So everybody, I hope, will come. Come back after after you have dinner and come for Damodar Astakam. Now, Thursday this week, it's still Kartik, so we're going to have every night. Every night is, is Damodar Astakam at 8 o'clock. So come every night till Kartik's over. It's another two weeks, I think. So come to the temple. This Thursday night before Damodar Astakam, at 7.30 at night, there'll be a presentation because Thursday is Gopastami. Gopastami. It's a special festival. Gopastami. Does anybody know what that means? Gopastami. Right. We honor the gopis and the gopas. Who are the gopis and gopas? Krishna's cowherd friends, right? They're his same age. They tend the cows with Krishna. So there's cowherd boys and there's cowherd girls. So Gopastami is a uh, special day celebrating the gopis and gopas, Gopastami. So there's going to be a special presentation at 7.30, I think in the temple room, that is of a Gopastami theme. So some youth are presenting this. So please come Thursday at 7.30 before the Dhammadarastakam. Are there any anybody here for the first time? Raise your hand. First-timers. Yes, sir. Your name. Ramal Sut. Thank you for being here. We're glad you came. What made you come for the first time? (laughs) Thank you. That's wonderful. Krishna's calling was so great that you had to come. And you came tonight. Thank you. We have a Bhagavad Gita for you. Bhagavad Gita, as it is by Srila Prabhupada. So when you go to get Prashadam tonight, Prashadam will be outside. There's going to be a book table. So go to there to the book table and tell them you're here for the first time. And they'll give you your Bhagavad Gita. Thank you for coming. It's nice to meet you. Who else? First time. Yes, your names. Wonderful. You're here with your family? Jai. It's so nice. And daughter, wonderful. Well, thank you for being here. And let's give a round of applause. First time. Same for y'all. We have Bhagavad Gita as it is. So you can get it when you go outside for the feast. We're so happy you came. What made you come tonight? Oh, 
Oh, John, your sister is all wonderful. These wonderful devotees. Yeah, well, you're so blessed and fortunate. They're such nice devotees. They do so much service at the temple. And I'm sure your devotees too and do a lot of service. But we're so happy you came here for the first time. That's wonderful. So make yourself at home. Let us know if there's anything we can do. And uh, we're so happy you could come. These deities, this temple room is very special. So we're glad you got to come here. More first-timers. Anyone in the back? Yes, your name. Oh, wonderful. Wonderful. This, Yeah, you're here too. Was your husband and your daughter brought you? Thank you. Your daughter's been coming before? Wonderful. Well, thank you for bringing your parents. And again, Bhagavad Gita, you can have your own copy. You know, it's just not one per family, but if you want your own, please take it. And uh, we're so happy you came. Yeah, there's some kids with their hands up. Hare Krishna, are you here for the first time? Thanks for coming. Did you like it? Is the temple room beautiful? Yeah, and the the food is really good too. So prasadam will be served at 7, and what's going to happen is the RT will start at 6.30. There'll be RT on the altar, so the devotees will come up and we'll do kirtan in front of the deities. And that'll go from 6.30 to 7. Then at 7, we can go outside. There'll be a feast. And uh, any any other first-timers? Do we leave anybody out? Anybody here for the first time? Okay. Well, thank you so much for coming. Whether you're here... Yes, question. Sure. Yeah. 